What's up, guys? I'm Neil Joshua, and she's in her Hooter shorts. Nata Kalantar's in the house. I'm just so happy this week we learned that George Michael spit on James Kennedy at his baptism because that really <laughs> explains to me why he spit on Kristen when they broke up. It all makes sense. It all it's makes like sense full now. circle full now. Full circle. I'm excited for this episode. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, we wanted to intro to Jax playing the drums at the end of the episode, but it just didn't work out. We yeah, were... we died watching it, though. That was the best part. Best part, but I think it's his favorite. Face. You, you need his face to do it justice yeah. but like oh my god what a little child big 30, child <laughs> yeah 38 year old man oh <laughs> <laughs> i can't with him i can't he just has so, I, I i don't know like we need a professional to actually help us dissect Assess him. yeah but that'll be later on in the episode we'll have someone joining us who'll give us his professional opinion i'm excited that'll be later we'll get to that yeah so basically in this episode we're gonna break down each part basically it's Jax's 38th birthday and it's oh done at hooters we'll talk about the whole festivities i swear to god it's been his 38th birthday for the last <laughs> like four seasons hasn't it yeah, i swear it really has I, he's like 40 something come on you think he has a lot of botox though this is the answer I, he looks sweaty for sure. It's either because of the Botox or because of drugs or both. Yeah, so. and I just feel like it's not a proud accomplishment to have your 38th birthday at Hooters. At Hooters. It's weird that your girlfriend's doing it too. Like, I can understand a boys' night with all the boys doing it at Hooters. It was not cute. I mean, like, he loves that place, but... Uh, I, do, I don't mind. I think that's cute. If he likes it and the girlfriend plans it, but it's just kind of like we're just like cringy because Britney planned this after yeah. everything. So how do you feel about it? She says that her motto is, is that she wants to give 100% regardless of what happens. So she's trying to be the best girlfriend ever. Did she do too much? Yeah, she definitely does too much. I feel like what it is, is you can kind of sense with Jax. Like, I feel like he almost wants her to break up with him. That's why yeah. he's being so difficult. Like, he, after the conversation with her dad, he was like, he turned it all around on her and he was calling her a brat and stuff. And I'm like, she puts up with so much and I think he knows that and he he's trying to get her to break up with him I think she senses that so she's going overboard with like oh I'm gonna get you everything you need I'm gonna be the best girlfriend and it's just so warped. I yeah. don't know how to explain it's it. It's cringeworthy to watch because we know we're still together. Like, we know oh. the end is not near. They're still on Instagram together. I'm just hoping Britney has, like, kind of realized and they broke up and this is just for Insta fame. That's you think like, so? I hope so. Maybe I they're that so. committed to the reunion and they're going to drop a bomb at the reunion. Oh, reunion. Dirt news came out that Faith is going to be at the oh reunion. Oh, my God. <gasps> Do you think she's going to bring the full recording with I her? I think she is going to and then i feel like she might just post it on her instagram what's stopping her i don't know what's really stopped her because she could have been seeking a lot more fame i know yeah. she's done interviews but she could have really dropped that yeah a one-on-one with oprah <laughs> just just her reading the audio oprah you mean you <laughs> you're the brown equivalent male <laughs> that would be great okay so when's the last time you went to an actual hooters uh like like I don't know, like three, four years ago, maybe. Really? I used to go every Tuesday in college because it was half off wing. But you went to college in the States. It's, yeah, maybe, it's probably true. like a thing there. It's not a big Canadian thing, Hooters here. I don't. I mean, I could be wrong, but when I was in Vancouver, I don't think there's a Hooters there. The first time I saw one was in Toronto, and that's okay. the one I went to. And there's only one. And there's only one. Yeah, in the States, it's like in every town. I mean, like the wings are great. They're great, yeah. And their curly fries are to die for. So then Sheen and Jax get into it. I mean, at his oh. birthday, it's kind of inappropriate for Sheena to 
attack Jax at his birthday. Do you expect anything else of <laughs> Sheena? Come on. I guess true. true. No, that's so Sheena. And it's so Sheena to bring that up. And honestly, Jax is always in the wrong. But this one time, time yeah. he <laughs> literally says it verbatim, like word for word, everything that Rob said about Sheena. And she is just... Oh my god, I, I can't, I can't. And the one scene she's sitting there was it with Brittany, and she's like, yeah. I want you to be this happy, and she points at herself. Oh, this poor, poor girl. I think it's just like she's overcompensating for her divorce, and like she played out that relationship so much, but she's just repeating the same mistakes, and it's so cringeworthy. The it, funniest thing, though. This, like, I guess Jack's kind of bringing this up to her. She's like, fuck you now. I want to get, like, back at you, yeah. Jackson. She tries setting up Brittany with, like, another guy. Another guy. That guy's really hot. Adam. So hot. Do you think he's... Do you think we got two new cast members, Ariana and Brother, who we'll talk about later, and this Adam guy? Um, It depends. If Adam comes up in another episode, yes. But, like, if not, he might just be, like, a poor Peter in the background. What if Jax beats up Adam? <gasps> like, he's just a punching bag for Jax. I would love that, because I think Adam should be on the show, just based off what we saw yeah he's so hot and he's really into britney yeah britney needs another man i'm over her storyline with Jax. to be honest (laughs) i hope faith comes on the reunion they break up and then she just you know that would be a reunion that would be that would be like one of the best ones faith is gonna be there like what yeah it is gonna be i'm like so excited it better be five parts because we always thought that they were like protecting britney right by not having faith on the rest of the season so like i wonder how she feels about her being on i know and then how did you feel about the male rompers does, is that hot to you when straight men or like just any man really wears a male romper? Wait, was that supposed to be like hot? I thought it was just supposed to be like no, funny. No, no. I think that it's like now fashion trend too. No, stop that. Yes, this summer you're going to see seeing no. definitely a lot of gays in male rompers. But I think the straights are dibbling and dabbling into I feel it. like the gays can pull off anything though. The straights definitely can. If I saw Jackson Street, he did look like a post, post He kind of looked hot to me. Get out of here. Yeah, no. you looked hot in that little no. romper. You also thought the guy who did the bachelor candle was hot so yeah, you have weird taste. i mean i do have really really weird taste okay let's go into billy lee how do you feel about billy lee so she's on the show you know she's now a series regular we see enough yeah. of her you can add her to the intro and she's dating not only she's dating she's dating ariana's brother i just feel like honestly we loved her the first few episodes that we saw her she was great but she's stirring the pot she's there to get that storyline get into the season and it feels so forced to me like jeremy has been there since what like a season ago or something he joined around season five this is jeremy's the brother right i had no idea he worked at sir yeah he's just like a buster or something interesting um yeah, but, like, I just feel like they've both kind of been trying to, like, get on the show, and this kind of matches nicely for them. Oh, interesting. You know, brings the good storyline, and then all of a sudden they're together, and... Uh, they were, like, holding hands were, at like, one point. They're together. I wonder if, like, they're going to come finale, and they're going to be, like, legit together. Oh, interesting. Because she was on Watch What Happens Live, and she was like, you guys are going to have to see yeah, how it plays true. out. Yeah, But does that mean, like, how it plays out, like, something bad happens, and it's, like, going to be on an episode? I hope so, but the fact that she was saying that she was like, oh, yeah, no, actually, on Watch What Happens Live, she was saying that she got her heart kind of broken by a guy, oh, and she yeah. went to Ariana's house and was crying. So I guess her and Jeremy are done, but I guess they're okay if she's still okay with Ariana. Yeah, something had to have happened, though, for her to say stay tuned and see how it plays out uh, on the show. Okay. 
the storyline billy needs yeah she's yeah. she she's working the camera she knows how to get on the show it's great yeah so basically when she tells kristen and stassi they say that he's being creepy and that kristen says i hope the date's in public and then they bravo comes through with the receipts you said that earlier when we were watching because they show footage of him at tom I'm and kristen's wedding and yeah he was a little um handsy very drunk yeah and um, we've all had, like, those situations where a guy is super handsy. He is creepy. He's going from one person to the other. And he did look like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Honestly, I, I lately, I've been very anti-Stassi. But, like, I really do take her part in this. Like, how dare they tell her how she felt in that situation? Okay. These were her emotions that she felt with a guy doing this to her and being all over her, which we saw with yeah. the receipts provided. And... They're telling her, no, he wasn't creepy, whatever. It's like, no, you weren't around when that happened. And this is how she felt. You can't take that away from her. Like, th- this whole, like, Me Too movement. Ariana's always like, oh, I'm so pro, like, woman, blah, blah, blah. And she, until it comes to her brother. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Maybe she's just being a little overprotective because it is her brother. I mean, duh, of course, to yeah. family, you would always, And to no add fuel to the fire, not only it's is Stassi. it family, it's Stassi. I think this is like it, this is not a minor thing, but it's just being so blown out of proportion. Do you think Jerry was being creepy? Yeah, I think he was drunk and he got a little, you know what I mean? He was hitting on everything. That's what people do at weddings. But Tom Schwartz did say something very smart. You can't judge somebody based on one night, especially at an open bar wedding in the middle of the woods. Yeah, you're right. I wonder if this is like a repetitive thing or it was just at the wedding. But like uh, Katie said, there was like multiple women that said it. True, yeah. But true, it was one night. But still, that doesn't excuse the fact that freaking Tom Sandoval comes in and starts screaming at katie and stassi in katie's own home yeah that and then was a schwartz again doesn't stand up for his freaking wife <laughs> in his own home he's just like nervously pacing back and forth and like sometimes i feel for the guy and then sometimes i just want to strangle him and be like listen really i felt for him in that moment that's like his best friend and his wife the wife should always win really even just he was like just diffusing the situation but he wasn't diffusing it he was just like uh, uh, you guys, uh, uh. he should have been like Tom, do not talk to my wife that way. Everyone sit down. Yeah. And then whatever. I just think he's so cute. I know, but we give, we give, this is what Stassi said. We give these boys too many passes. And it's true because we're just like, oh, they're so cute. They're so cute. But the girls are always the bitches. Yeah. You know? It is interesting that. If I gave Ariana as many passes as I give Tom Schwartz, like I would love Ariana. But like, again, that, that's my own bias showing. And like, I admit to that. That's fucked up. I got to fix that, guys. Yeah. Do you think that. Like, whatchamacallit, that Lala kind of fueled the fire when she brings it up. She's like, we have to talk about this right now. Why does Lala seem like she's almost like, she feels like she has a lot of authority now. So every time she speaks, it's almost like she's talking down to people. Yeah, and she speaks like with such authority. Yeah. And like, and yeah, you're right. She does very it's condescending. Like all of a sudden, she's like running shit in the, like, in the groups, you know. She's clearly taken Ariana's side. Yeah, she's definitely team Ariana. But I just feel like bringing it up right at the beginning of a girl's night 
night. You're just, you know what I mean. Of course. You know what you're doing. Yeah. And it was a night for Britney, but we never found out why. We never found out why. I guess just you're always supporting her because she's with Jack. So you gotta, <laughs> you gotta support someone a lot when they're with Jack. Yeah, that's very like true. Like weekly dinners. Sheena did look good in that high pony. That's the only nice thing I ever want to say about her. <laughs> no, Sheena's always on point yeah, with her looks. Like that's these true. girls are always, I can't say anything bad about their looks. They're all stunning. Yeah, Lala can't wear anything on her shoulders. <laughs> She is like all about the off the shoulder jacket moment. I'm not gonna lie moments. though, just because of her, I've been doing it yeah, all the time. Yeah. I, I wish I it. could pull it off the way she does. She, it, I mean, she always looks perfect, but she hasn't been wearing as much makeup, really. I think she has been, but it's just she's chilled out on the fillers. Like, oh, I think for a while she went saying. crazy on the fillers. And you could tell on her Instagram, everyone was, like, going crazy in the comments, being really rude. Really? Yeah, yeah. They are being real rude about it. And she's, like, pretty, like, you know, a lot of these people are, like, um, they share their surgery experience. Yeah. Because they get the free shit. True, doing it. fair. Um, so she was like pretty blatant, like, "Hey guys, I get my lips done, I get my cheeks done, whatever." Yeah. But she went overboard, and now she's like toned it Toning down. Toning it she's down. Good. Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of like, or maybe Randall, her new BF, has just set her up with like the Kardashians, like people. Yeah, they're spe- better. <laughs> speaking of men that look like creatures, James Kennedy's dad <gasps> visits. It's not even that. I just couldn't understand what he was saying. <laughs> was it because of the accent, or like I, don't I couldn't know. tell? And, like, I was, like, all for making fun of him. He kind of looks like one of the guys that guards the wall on Game of Thrones. <laughs> and then to see James Kennedy break God. down to say, like, how we went from mansions to living above a pub. Like, my and heart starts broke. bawling. That was really cute. Like, James is one of my favorite characters. He's got so many different layers to him. I know. And it does really explain why he got so fucked up all of a sudden. Yeah, totally. I can't Im- I grew up poor so I can't imagine growing up real rich and then going to poor you know yeah and he's James is a hustler like see you next Tuesday walking everywhere he went telling them about it and I didn't know that this DJ thing I thought he just wanted to be a DJ because he was on Vanderpump Rules and mm-hmm. like cool but like seems like music is in his family yeah his dad still wants to be a DJ <laughs> <laughs> they should do a collaboration we gotta look up his dad I need more information on this guy I feel like he's very interesting he's got some crazy yeah. shit in his past if lisa vanderpump knew him that's yeah, pretty cool that's very true yeah i will say this i do want to commend raquel because raquel checked him remember when they were ordering drinks and she's like yeah true she's like james you're drinking today but he I was, was like, like literally ignoring her and she was like james <laughs> james did you hear me she's like yes oh my god it was so awkward when she turns to the dad and she's like i feel like we've already met and the dad's like what are you drinking james where are we gonna yeah, get he does not really seem to like raquel oh raquel i'm i'm so rooting for raquel i just feel like this poor girl i really don't think she's in it for the fame she seems really sweet i think she, she likes really james. loves james I and i so. get it i get how she falls in yeah. love with james and the whole lala thing like i do believe that james did love lala but he's not in love with her anymore i don't think he's in love with her anymore either i think he's just kind of like he's one of those guys who just always wants to win so he's like yeah he's just butthurt that she got randall and randall's doing so well yeah it was know? a blow to his ego exactly it is kind of sad oh i just want them to be friends we know that they're not friends anymore you know what i bet at the finale they'll be okay again they're they're like the you two think? i want they have to be they are the stars of the show lala and james like they could oh be the God. opening sequence and i would be so so happy about can that. you imagine like i mean the first few seasons were amazing but like 
like Lala and James weren't there. Yeah. Wow. And like now it's shift. their show. There's been a shift. Yeah. Well, Kristen's never on it really. Yeah, like like Stassi's really. barely on. I wonder what's happening in Kristen's life that is she just happy and that's what happy people happy. do. Like they just like disappear into the background. And they you just go, mind their own business. <laughs> yeah. And Carter like yeah. has like. I don't know what he does to her, but she's, like, tame. She's, like, sane now. She seems really happy. Yeah. It's weird. I feel like maybe that's just, like, maybe they have too many storylines going. They just haven't tapped into them yet. You think we're going to get some Christian drama? I hope so. I mean, it's almost, like, over. There's been 84 episodes, I feel. <laughs> this has been, like, I love how long the Vanderpump season yeah. is, though. I just love it. Because you you keep thinking, okay, next se- next episode has to be the season yeah. finale. Nope. No. There's still, we still got to go to Mexico, apparently. Oh, my God. And Peter's there, and I'm always excited when Peter gets invited to anything. Are you lying right now? No, because poor Peter. Don't you just see him? And you're like, poor Peter. <laughs> I feel bad for Peter. What? I he's hate so, Peter. I know. He's so uninteresting. The poor guy. It's not his fault. He was born that way. <laughs> I just don't And understand. all his friends are so cool, and he's not. And, like, he just has to pretend like he has. And he goes on all these vacations, and he makes, like, two seconds of airtime. He like, needs I feel to give like, it up. I would just be like, don't film me anymore. Nobody he likes me but then that means he has to give up his friends because he's so boring i don't even think they like him <laughs> <laughs> poor peter poor peter and then why did they choose to go to mexico like this cast already binge drinks in la they don't yeah. need to go to somewhere where tequila runs like a fountain no i feel like they need to go somewhere in mexico where people are used to you know drunks and stuff true, they imagine them right going in. to somewhere like fancy them going to like paris or something yeah, they'd still true. go past that on the streets and then they'd be kicked out of the country they probably won't even be able to board the flight you're They'd right probably be so drunk from pre-drinking that's too long of a flight actually yeah. they wouldn't be able to like get off the flight after that's drinking true so much. that's very true and then can we just talk about this really quick about how they were making their own perfume i love that you loved that oh my god what did stassi say she wants hers to be ranch and fuck what like, was it? i forget ranch but i'm okay with just ranch i agree <laughs> oh, wow. i would want mine to be ranch cats and vanilla. That's disgusting. No man would come near you. I don't want a man. I want a I cat. W- <laughs> Mine would just be from an actual like designer that knows what they're doing. I don't want to make my own. But that's so cool. No one else smells like you. The next podcast, we should make our own perfume. Let's do it. Like live while we're doing this. Okay, speaking of like... Crazy Relati- relationships. Yeah, crazy relationships. <laughs> we got a call. We're going to call Alec. Alec was on Big Brother Canada with me. He voted me out, so fuck you, Alec. It's okay. Um, no one remembers that season anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Very valid. So we're going to call him up, and we will be right back. All right, guys. We are back with, uh, is it Dr. Beal now? Yes, that's right. Dr. Alec Beal. Okay. okay, so we thought you might actually be kind of an interesting person to have on to dissect these weird-ass relationships. Yes. But explain to, um, like, whoever's listening slash your mom, like, what exactly you do, why <laughs> why you're a doctor. Yes. Yeah, I, I have kind of one of those jobs that nobody really, like, I'll bet you my best friends couldn't tell you exactly what I do. Um, so I got, a, I got my PhD from UBC um, late in 2016, and... So my job is basically working for the university, uh, University of British Columbia in Vancouver, um, doing basically behavioral science. So uh, studying human behavior, um, looking at hypothesis testing. I, in particular, study human mating and mate preferences. So kind of like what makes people attracted to each other, um, what keeps 
relationships going and what leads to relationship dissolution. Uh, doing a lot of psychoneuroendocrinology stuff, so looking at kind of hormones and how those affect behavior and so forth, all within the context of like mating. So does your brain go set on fire when you see these Vanderpump relationships? Honestly, it's, it's, it's kind of funny because sometimes they behave in very, very stereotypical ways. Really? Um, yeah, in, in, in terms of just like the, what we're used to seeing um, in, you know, bad relationships. <laughs> <laughs> Give us some I examples. Mean, well, there's a few in particular. I mean, so I have like kind of a, like a rank order of my, you know, kind of informed scientific opinion about, you know, the, the prospective success of each one of these relationships. Ooh, okay. okay. Also, we should give a disclaimer to whoever's listening that um, although Alec has studied this for a long time and he has a PhD in it, he fails at a lot of relationships himself. So... <laughs> Oh my god, the shade. I'm just kidding. He's like my best friend. I can say this. People are going to be like, you're such an asshole. Okay, all right, single meta. Thank you so much. I know. Um, uh, okay, so basically, yeah, the disclaimer as well is, um, you know, a lot of, I don't know these people personally, so I'm basically just going to go off of, you know, um, the exit literature in people like them or kind of what I perceive to be people like them. And if you guys disagree then just let me know jump in and be like no he's not extroverted he's introverted or or, or whatever okay um, if we also, understand what you're saying we'll okay we'll but jump also in. i am another disclaimer gigantic fan i'm actually the one that got netta into the show so, <laughs> it's true well i didn't know I, that he, yeah, created... he would talk about this show so much and he'd be like you have to watch it. and he'd like freaking talk about every episode to me to the point where i was like okay i'll watch really? it really and then yeah. i got obsessed Wow. Yeah, so I would literally, I literally told her nuts. like 60,000 times, and then Willow told her once, and then she started watching. <laughs> That's true. So, oh my yeah. god. Yeah, Willow literally <laughs> told me once. I was like, okay, I'll watch. <laughs> 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 yeah, so that's um, if anybody out there is looking for my advice, that's how good my advice is. Um, but yeah, so okay, so basically, like when you're looking at um, relationship success and relationship dissolution and relationship satisfaction, um, there's two kind of main theories behind you know what types of people are attracted to one another. Okay. Now, one is like this opposites attract hypothesis, where you know somebody that's very different from you will make the best mate because they complement you in things that you know, perhaps you're not good at, and they're good at, um, and you can kind of do the same for them. Who would that now, be on this cast? Um, what so, couple so that, would that be? So, so on that side, and, you know, un unfortunately, the bulk of research doesn't really support that as a successful mating strategy. Oh, so, really? Yeah, so long-term relationships that don't tend to have a lot in common, the ones that are, that are the most opposite, they tend to actually do quite poorly in terms of, you know, relationship length. Uh -huh. and uh, self-reported satisfaction so on the opposite on the opposite end there's this this theory of social assortative mating which is kind of exactly the opposite of that people um kind of clustered together in, in, with similar traits similar values um religious upbringing uh so forth so can you guys still hear me yeah of, yeah <laughs> um yeah so and so yeah so things like religion and and, and you know, just basically opinions on stuff. And so the bulk of research suggests that these people who are mating assortatively on these social traits tend to do better in terms of their relationship satisfaction. Now, um, there's kind of examples on either end of, of the spectrum here, the opposite of the track and the assortative mating kind of hypothesis. Did you guys want to 
Were you, which which couple are you most interested in, in, in right now? Let's go through them. Yeah, I want you to go through your ranking that you have. <laughs> okay. You want to you, you go from worst to best? Yes. yes. The relationship process? Yes, okay. okay. Worst to best. Oh, this is going to be sad. <laughs> okay, now I didn't really include um, Stassi and whatever that guy's name is. And That's okay. Include... She's dating someone new now anyway, so we don't care. Is she really? Okay, yeah. good. Yeah, she would have been pretty low on that ranking. <laughs> um, also, Sheena and Rob. I just don't know enough about Rob, so, you know, it's, it's kind of hard for me to put her on a ranking. Um, okay, so, <laughs> unfortunately, my number one worst uh, relationship prospect is Jackson Brittany. Yeah. So, Aww. going back to the kind of assortative mating hypothesis and research showing that that's actually a good strategy, on paper, these two aren't entirely similar. Um, they don't seem to share a lot of common traits, um, very different backgrounds. Um, Brittany's kind of from this religious, conservative family, and Jack seems to be just, well, putting it blatantly, Jack is a sociopath. So, <laughs> um, and I think. What uh, is, hold on, hold on. What is the definition of a sociopath? Yeah, so I was going to say, so for lack of a better word, sociopath, or, you know, the actual better word, he scores higher on dark triad uh, individual difference variables. So things like narcissism, uh, Machiavellianism, and in Jackson's case, particularly, it's like, it's like... And in like English, poverty. what does that mean? Well, it means, okay, so we all know what narcissism means, you yeah. know, um, just being super into yourself, having a, an aggrandized opinion of who you are and what you can uh, achieve. Psychopathy, also pretty easy. It's just kind of antisocial traits um, and not really caring about other people. So mm-hmm. uh, sort of an apathy to other people's suffering. And then Machiavellianism, which is the third kind of prong on this dark triad uh, of individual difference variables, refers to basically your ability to manipulate others. So, oh, um, wow. Which you know, he does amazingly. Are... Yeah, yeah. So he scores quite highly on that, I would imagine. I mean, I don't have his scores in front of me, but, you know, just based on some of his behavior on the show, you know, He's very into his appearance, all the, you know, the uh, surgical enhancements. Uh, psychopathy, you can kind of tell when he, you know, has been caught in a lie and realizes that his friends are, are really hurt. He doesn't really seem to have, you know, a lot of genuine sympathy for them. He seems to just kind of laugh it off, which is uh, kind of the mark of, a, of a, somebody who would score highly on a psychopathic uh, inventory. But not somebody who's actually clinically psychopathic. We don't think he's going out there and you know, murdering people, but, you know, subclinical psychopathy, which is basically just characterized by apathy um, and kind of a neglect to acknowledge other people's suffering. And Machiavellianism, so the ability to manipulate others. He's very good at, you know, kind of making, you know, he's turning the story so many people. Yeah. Yeah, and, And but they keep taking him back as a friend. So he seems to be scoring highly on these dark triad variables. So um, and I know what you're thinking, like, maybe he's like an evil genius. (laughs) Um, But no. So in 2013, they did a meta-analysis of these dark triad traits, so people that score highly on these three traits, and there was no evidence that they scored any higher on, you know, general intelligence. So (laughs) there's no no worry that, you know, Jax is some kind of hidden genius. He just happens to be high on these kind of these traits, which are actually highly correlated with a short-term mating strategy. I just feel like, okay, so, like, girls keep falling for him over and over again for the same lies, you know, like, Britt takes him back and whatever. Why, why do you think people take him back? Explain that to me. Is he just so believable when he lies to them? Or is it something with these girls being, like, I don't know, they want to change him or something? What is it? So, it's a combination of both, right? So, you know, Jack, 
as I said, is, is, he seems to score highly in Machiavellianism, which means he is good at manipulating people. He's very good at reading people's nonverbal behavior, which isn't really correlated with actual intelligence, but it's correlated with kind of the ability to get people to um, forgive you, to read the room, to lie extremely well. So he's really good at, at you know, convincing people that you know, he is a good guy deep down and you know, he deserves a second chance. Now, on the opposite end, it's not only that. I mean, it's, it takes two to tango, and Brittany is kind of the other person in this relationship. So as I kind of mentioned earlier, you know, Brittany and, and everybody listening knows that Brittany kind of grew up in this, this Kentucky environment where family values are stressed, and, you know, all of her friends have kids. She's, you know, kind of, you know, thinking, thinking in, a, in kind of a maternal way as well. So sure. it could be the fact that, you know, people that tend to score highly on these, these parental caring measures that we give them, someone with really maternal um, personality characteristics, they tend to want to protect and nurture people that they feel are helpless and vulnerable. So when Jax is like, oh, make me a sandwich, Brittany might hear, Jax is incapable of making a sandwich. <laughs> and this maternal instinct within me, you know, wants to help him out, wants to make sure he's okay. Because, you know, let's face it, Jax is kind of a, a he makes a lot of mistakes. And somebody that makes a lot of mistakes needs this kind of protection and nurturance that Brittany, uh, I mean, at least my interpretation of Brittany's personality, she's kind of disposed to, to do as a, as a mm-hmm. kind of maternal person. Yeah, that wow. totally makes sense why they're together now. No, that's crazy. That really does make sense with their personalities. And like, yeah, it's a mixture of everything. Okay, who's your second worst couple? <laughs> well, um, second worst, I mean, it's funny because it's really not even second worst. It's more just in terms of timing. So getting back to like assorted of mating, you know, similarities tend to be better in, in relationships. And James and Lala are actually incredibly similar to oh. one another. You know, they're both. They're You're both not even going to talk about Raquel the Shade. Well, okay. <laughs> listen, I'll, I'll get to Raquel and I'll get to why Raquel is kind of even in this picture. But, you know, I, I don't see, I mean, as the viewer, we don't really see a whole lot of Raquel. We don't see the producers really playing that relationship into the into the show. We see it as more like James and Lala, like why aren't they together? And so that's why they score second lowest on my, you know, relationship uh, rankings because, you know, they're not together now. However, in the future, it's possible. Now, really? The, well, the reason I say that is because they are both status seekers, right? So James is always, you know, promoting himself. Fair. He's, um, you know, very concerned with his image. You know, he's doing push-ups before his... <laughs> his like magazine cover or whatever that was promotional flyer all that but on the other hand i mean lala is also very concerned with her status you know she's um potentially at one time used james to kind of further her career with her with her music but now lala is kind of in a position where her star is almost shining brighter than james is so she doesn't really need james anymore she you know she can hire her own production crew and so james you know he he wants somebody on his arm that makes him look good which is why he's kind of got Raquel in the picture. Raquel is a beautiful girl. Um, and so I think, you know, as sad as it sounds, James might just be kind of using Raquel to, you know, promote his own kind of brand. He's the type of guy that can, you know, seduce this really hot girl, bring her to parties and whatnot. Do uh, you see um, Do you see Lala ever going for James now, though, that she's had Randall, the super rich man? I, I just don't see her going back to James unless James becomes like a multimillionaire. Well, that's, that's exactly right. <laughs> okay. So, so Lala now is kind of moved on to bigger and better things. She no longer kind of relies on James to, you know, mm. further anything in her world. She is friends with him, and you can tell that she cares about him as a friend, 
Um, but I think James is kind of looking for something more. And, you know, because James and, and or Lala still fulfills these things that James is looking for. Lala can still be that arm candy that he's looking for. Um, you know, she's her social media career is, is, is really good. So that would look good for his brand and his image. However, Lala, you know, James is, you know, drinking issues and, and all that. Um, it's just kind of like Lala's in a new stage in her life where she's a lot more independent and she's also attracted to guys that are, you know, kind of more successful and doing doing things that she kind of admires, mm-hmm. where at a, at a certain point that may have been James, but now I think she kind of sees him as a friend and James is kind of like, oh no, I screwed up, you know, look how big Lala has become and I can't have her in that romantic way anymore. True. Okay, okay who's, who's next in the running? Okay, okay so next, now, it's between, so I, the only ones left are Tom and Ariana and Tom and Katie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who the comes out Toms. on top? Who comes out on top? Who Ooh, out I'm, top? I'm curious. Okay, wait, Anil, who do you think comes out on top? Um, I think it's going to be Tom and Ariana. I think Tom and Katie. Really? Yeah. Okay, tell us who's right. Okay, Anil, you're right. As always, uh. you're, as you're wrong, Netta. <laughs> I just, like, I, I always root against Ariana for some reason. I know it sucks. I shouldn't. Well, it's, it's funny because, like, you say that, right? But who else do you root against? Who, do, who else do I root against? Yeah. I hate Tom yeah. Sandoval exactly. a lot. So there you go. They're both, so getting back to the similarity thing. They both <laughs> they're like, both just so hateable. Yes, exactly. So they're really similar like that. They both, you know, they both are, like, what, kind of, like, not funny funny, where they, you know, they kind of joke around, but it's really only funny to each other. Um, you know, they're, they're similar in other ways. They both enjoy getting dressed up. And most importantly, they're really strongly supportive of one another. Yeah. So yeah. if you see, you know, cute, I guess. in yeah. the most recent episode, uh, Ariana's brother was accused of being like this creepy guy. And Tom immediately without knowing anything, uh, I'm, you know, a part of it was probably that he's friends with Ariana's brother himself, but also, you know, that's just his woman's kind of brother he wants to stand up for her that's true and that's Ariana's the shit i wish attack. schwartz would do you're exactly. right exactly so that's so that's why schwartz and katie aren't on my mm, you know the number I one it. i do th- i do think they're similar um but that's the thing tom is he's loyal to his friends but if it came down to you know picking between tom sandoval and katie i i i think tom schwartz might actually lean towards taking tom sandoval's side yeah. as kind of awful as that sounds it's just the intuition that i get from watching the show and that's kind of, you know, not the greatest sign in a relationship. Whereas Tom Sandoval, if it was between Ariana and Schwartz, he might make the other a, a different decision. Yeah. But I do think that Tom and Katie have a, a strong relationship prospect. They are quite similar. Um, you know, they, they, they seem to be, you know, enjoying kind of the stay-at-home life. Tom seems to be a little bit more introverted. Um, Katie seems to be content with Tom. And let's face it, Tom is super, or Schwartz is super charming, right? Mm-hmm. He, he can kind of talk his way out of a paper bag. So he might actually score quite highly on Machiavellianism as well. So, you know, he's not as dissimilar to Jax as you might think. And if you look back at some of the earlier episodes, Tom Schwartz actually says, you know, in one of the diary rooms, like, yeah, I may have covered for Jax here and there because, you know, who's to say I haven't done a similar thing and wouldn't want Jax to cover for me. Alec, just remembering all that. (laughs) All the receipts. Yeah, so he does seem to he does seem to have this this kind of Machiavellian attitude. What what does kind of bode well for them is their love of this dog. So <laughs> sharing this sharing this little pet, um, you know, it might it might kind of bring them into this Aww, more parental mindset, cute. and that tends to kind of lower uh, infidelity and short term mating. Okay, so out of all these couples, who do you think actually has lasting power? Lasting power, I think. I mean, just basically the Toms 
in their relationship. Do you think so Katie Ariana, and Tom will stay married? I think Katie and Tom will stay married. I think I think what'll have to happen because I don't see Tom Schwartz breaking up with Katie. I think he just will push it a little too far, right? So he wants mm-hmm. to have his cake and eat it too. Yeah. Um, and if he ever, you know, he continually will get out of these situations, right? So he cheated on on Katie, and Twice he instantly now. was just like. I know exactly what to say to everyone to get them to forget about it within two episodes. You're so yeah, and that's kind of what happened. Wow. Like, Jack doesn't really have that ability. So, Jack is like... So, Sandoval yeah. has the sociopath in him, but he also has the intelligence to go with well, it. Well, Schwartz. Schwartz. I, yeah, Schwartz, I think, Schwartz, I Schwartz, Schwartz sorry. I actually don't... I actually think Sandoval is... You know, he's highly emotionally intelligent. He's in touch with his emotions. You see him crying all the time. And that's not necessarily indicative of anything relationship-wise, but that is indicative of, of recognizing emotions in others. So emotional intelligence is a strong predictor of relationship satisfaction and relationship length. So, you know, if I were to kind of put all the guys in, in, in like best boyfriend category, I would say Tom Sandoval is yeah. probably, you know, the what you would consider best boyfriend. Now, that's not to say that he won't cheat. Cheating is, is incredibly common and it doesn't necessarily, it's not necessarily a, a relationship breaker. No, no, it's incredibly but, common in Vanderpump rules. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, I mean, you got to think of why people cheat, right? We're an exploitative species human beings you know a hundred thousand to a million years ago basically everything was just fighting and banging and yeah. you know, that's and, and and fidelity wasn't super important until we had these social institutions in place yes it could increase paternity certainty and stabilize co-parental alliances but at the end of the day you know you're gonna you're gonna go as far as you can and we really see that with these people because listen they're living in hollywood they're all very attractive people and one of the biggest things that contributes to cheating and infidelity is basically just your opportunity to do it. So if you're highly attractive and you have people throwing themselves at you all the time and you're in an environment where you're constantly meeting attractive others, then your chances of infidelity are super high. So you've got to kind of give these people some, sometimes the benefit of the doubt. Where so the best way is, to make a relationship last is to, you know, for the two ugliest people to hook up and then for them to <laughs> live in a cave where they meet yeah. no one else. Well, then there's hope for you, Netta. <laughs> I hate oh you. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> okay, Alec, I have a question. Out of all the girls, who do you think you are the most compatible with? Ooh. Ooh. Most compatible with of all the girls. Um, well, Kristen. <laughs> well, here's the thing about Kristen. Kristen is like an insanely jealous person. Which is, it's indicative of a, of, a, of a short-term mating strategy yourself. So, like, the two most jealous people on the show are Kristen and Jack. So, Brittany even says, like, Jack would flip out if, if, if mm-hmm. he saw me with this other guy. And Kristen has, like, a, literally an app on her phone that, like, tracks what Carter's doing <laughs> and where he is at, him at all times. So, she's incredibly jealous. Um, you know, I think, in, in, I think that's really uh, kind of a bad sign if, you, if, you're, if you're super duper jealous. Like, I don't know. I don't see... I think Kristen, if she, you know, I don't know enough about Carter. I don't want to say anything, but that relationship is kind of a little wonky. Yeah, um, so okay, who are you picking? Though. Yeah, come on. Yeah, who I'm, do you pick? I'm picking Saucy. I have to pick Saucy. Really? Wow. Okay, yeah, I can see I mean, that, actually. Well, she's just, I don't know. I she's like, just like, the right crazy. amount of crazy. Well, she's a little over the right amount, but <laughs> 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 that's kind of what I'm missing. Okay, who would Netta be best with? Oh, Netta? Who would Netta be best with? Oh, good question. I'm interested to know like best for her or like who do i think she would most like attracted to yeah like who would she be in the best lasting relationship with yeah ken, who's the right? most compatible for me ken ken ken, ken? 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 i agree yes. Yes. i agree 
Or like whoever Lala's with. No, I would <laughs> never, Randall. Ken is way cuter than Randall. Alec, have you seen pictures of Lala's boyfriend? No. I okay, haven't. I will send you, you some. What does he look like? Well, she's never shown him on well, the Well, you show. know how like James was like pretty much being like he's a fat blah 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, he's not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, want to know who Netta would be most compatible with? Um, okay, well, Netta is most compatible with, um, you know, probably not Sandoval, because I feel like he's a little too, like, Correct. emotionally fragile for her. Yeah, okay. I'd be like, shut the fuck up. Probably not Jack, just because I think she would get tired of his bullshit and just kind of kick him to the curb pretty easily. I'd quickly. never be attracted to Jax in the first place. Yeah. yeah, and, well, I mean, he's, okay, well, he is pretty old, too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no offense to Jack. But uh, uh, James, I feel like James is, like, not in the right place. I think you probably need somebody a little more put together than that. Um, so I'm going to go Schwartzy. I'm gonna oh. Ding, 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 ding. I agree. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah, I agree. Schwartz is a little cutie other than the cheating shit. Yeah, but, <laughs> exactly. But I mean, like, that's the thing, right? Schwartz has this ability to it's make crazy. people like him. He's a very, very likable person when he does detestable things. Like, he poured a drink over his girlfriend. No, Katie, his girlfriend. Exactly, his own girlfriend as well. So, like, he's got a history of, you know, just saying really mean things, doing really mean things. But, you know, he's just so likable. There's something about him which makes me think that he does score highly on, on Machiavellianism that, you know, it, it, it allows him to get away with all these things and kind of like, I feel like if you polled any of your audience, that would probably be a pretty high answer. You know, nobody mm-hmm. out there is saying like, True. jacks, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think everyone's just always like, oh, it's Schwartz, and he just gets away with so much stuff. But, I mean, I would still choose him over everyone. But thank you for your insight. I actually yeah. learned a lot. Weirdly enough, like you're pretty smart. This is kind of interesting. I kind of got turned on by all your science talk. Um, it does explain everything really well, though. Now 